the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. He is on the line now. He is the maker of a new film, which is shattering records because it's just so good. It's called Uncle Tom, Larry Elder, the Sage of South Central. Welcome to America First. Dr. G, thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. Tell us, did, did you expect your new movie? I, I'm hearing incredible. Just somebody from Salem just, uh, just texted me with regards to how many downloads you've had just in the last few days. Did you expect Uncle Tom to be as successful as it is? Absolutely not. I knew it was a good film. As I was doing it, uh, the director and I uh, were talking about uh, how happy we were, how it was evolving, and I thought that the reception would be good. But I am absolutely blown away by this. There is a website called IMDB where you can post a review on a movie. It's got about 200 people that have given it a rating. Uh, Over 70 people have given it a written rating, and all 70 written uh, reviewers have given it 10 stars out of 10. I have people who are involved in the film industry for a long time. They've said they've never seen a reception like this for any kind of film, whether a documentary or a feature film. So uh, the fact that all of those reviews are by somebody called Larry Elder is irrelevant, correct? <laughs> and, the, and the thing about it is it, it's, it's a public forum. Anybody can write something, including people that want to rent the, the film just to trash it, and you would expect at least one person, somebody. You're my, one of my favorite novels is uh, Catcher in the Rye, uh, and Salinger says it's always somebody, always somebody that's going to scrawl F you on the elevator. It's always one guy. But uh, so far, not a single negative written response, not one. Well, that's absolutely fabulous. We're so excited for you. Just go to UncleTom.com, and Larry's giving you, our listeners, 20% off the streaming, the download, the DVD, if you use my name, G-O-R-K-A. So describe to us, first things first, why did you make a movie, Larry Elder? Well, this is my second one. I made another one called Michael and Me, which was an answer to uh, Michael Moore's anti-gun documentary. But this is just so much better. And I learned a lot about how to make a documentary and how not to make one. But I can't take credit for this one. This was not my idea. This was a director, uh, Justin Malone, who approached me about a little more than two years ago and told me he had an idea for doing a documentary about the kind of crap that people like uh, Larry Elder, Candace Owens, Alan West, uh, a guy named Bob Woodson, um, Herman Cain, and others who are in the film get simply for suggesting maybe just maybe uh, our allegiance to the Democratic Party has given us underperforming public schools. Maybe just maybe our allegiance to the Democratic Party has given us porous borders and illegal aliens, unskilled ones anyway, compete for jobs that would otherwise be held by unskilled black and brown workers in America and puts downward pressure on their wages. Maybe just maybe we ought not be in the party of Roe v. Wade when 25% of abortions are formed on black women. And so just simply to raise these questions, rather than sparking a healthy debate within the black community, 
Dr. G. People like myself and Thomas Sowell and Walter Williams are shut down, ridiculed, maligned as sellouts and self-loathers. When all we're trying to do is the same thing the other, tri- other side is trying to do, and that is to advance the best interests of the country in general and the best interests of the, of the black community in particular. So it's about this irrational, silly, immature, not productive uh, response that people like myself and Dr. Uh, ben Carson get. Uh, and what I think people are reacting to, Dr. G, is that it's not an angry film. It's not a how dare you film. It's a film where one of my liberal friends said after he saw it, I was surprised. First of all, I thought it was going to be about you. I said that would have been boring. And he, secondly, he said, I thought it was about telling people what to think. And you were telling people they have permission to think for themselves, and they ought to be able to do that without being maligned. And that's why I think so many people on the left, on the right, and in the center are coming away with a really positive, almost uplifting feeling having seen this documentary. Well, watch it today, UncleTom.com. Use promo code G-O-R-K-A. Larry's giving you 20% off. In, in these interviews with these, these well-known characters like Candace and everybody else, is there anything that, I mean, you've been there as a black conservative, you've been taking the slings and arrows for decades. Is there anything in making this film that surprised even you, Larry? The reaction I, I'm, I'm getting, I got a letter just the other day from a, a man who described himself as white from Europe. And he said he routinely watches documentaries about black conservatives because it reminds him not to whine and not to be lazy. <laughs> and so these stories are from people who are, some of them are in their 60s and 70s and 80s, where the country clearly was, 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 was racist, clearly had a problem. And yet they overcame. And now kind of the, the attitude is, please. Pick up your cards and play them. This is America in 2020. This is not your grandmother's America anymore. You can't make it in America. You can't make it anywhere. There are people that are braving shark-infested waters to get here for crying out loud. You can now realize your potential in America in 2020 to a degree that's never before been equaled in all of human history. So get on with it. I like that. It's almost as good as the story you say about the two golfers that I might share later, but I like the phrase, pick up your cards and play them. Um, You know, a lot of times I'll hear people say, okay, this is about Black Lives Matter. What about Latinos? And I always say, Latinos are Black. (laughs) We we are Afro-Latina, and um, we, we run an entire racial spectrum. And so we have to have conversations around colorism, and we have to have conversations about the African and indigenous roots from which we come and how that's reflected in systems of power, wealth inequality, and frankly, our our political system. That was Alexander Ocasio-Cortez giving an interview with multiple posters of herself behind her. I mean, I've got an ego, but that takes some doing. And she was talking about Latinos being black. I know somebody who might have an opinion on that. He is the producer of the brand new movie Uncle Tom. Download it tonight UncleTom.com. Larry Elder, when did Latinos be... Isn't that cultural appropriation to say Latinos are black? Well, the definition of black means, uh, I think, they broaden it to mean anybody who is perceived or you perceive them to be oppressed. Uh, and essentially what she was saying is, if you haven't decided whether or not you support Trump or Biden by now, you ain't really Latina, uh, uh, to, to borrow from our friend Joe Biden. Yes. This is the Identity Politics Party. Uh, this is what these people are all about. I interviewed Alveda King, the niece of MLK, the other day. Uh, we were talking about the corruption of her uncle's uh, 
view, his, his vision, his hope for a colorblind society where people are evaluated based upon content of character rather than color of the skin. You've got Joe Biden publicly saying, my VP is going to be a woman, and now pressure on him to get a woman of color. Whatever happened to the person that can really be a heartbeat away from the presidency and be able to assume that responsibility? Well, where are we in the country in 2020? I thought that we kind of put a fork in the notion that America remained institutionally racist and we ought to be race-obsessed, when in 2008, a man named Barack Obama with yeah. a funny name coming out of nowhere became president and then got reelected even though there was a tepid economy. I thought we put a fork uh, in, the, in that, but I guess not. And that's because these guys, meaning the media, drives this narrative, because I think a lot of these young reporters, Dr. G, sincerely believe that racism remains a major problem in America. They're around a lot of people that know and whine about it. They grew up in the same kind of academia. Professors push that narrative. They watch movies that push that narrative. They watch the news that push that narrative. So I think that there's a lot of sincere belief on the part of people in the media that is true, even though the evidence shows the contrary. But, sincerely believing on the part of, but regarding the Democrats, they want black people angry. The yeah. angrier they are at, you, know, you name the, the villain of the month, the police, uh, 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 voter ID, Donald Trump, you name it. And that's why we get them to march in that voting booth like lemmings and pull that lever 95 percent for our party if black people stop thinking themselves as victims stop thinking of themselves as oppressed they'll be looking at their schools and say wait 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 50 percent dropout rate and 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 these kids cannot read writing compute at grade level baltimore 13 high schools where zero percent are, are proficient wait, wait a minute porous borders uh, illegals taking jobs away from us wait a second crime going up maybe we need more cops once people start thinking like individuals like everybody else the democratic party is toast dr g and they know it he's larry elder follow him on twitter on instagram and check out his brand new incredible movie uncle tom at UncleTom.com. 20 percent off to view it tonight if you use my name g-o-r-k-a we've got 90 seconds left larry i have to ask you this question you mentioned barack obama and um, barack obama was re-elected he was there for eight years Sure was. What, what, why weren't the statues of Jackson and Ulysses Grant, why weren't those racist during those eight years? Why wasn't Fort Bragg racist when a black man was president, Larry? And why wasn't there a movement for reparations when Barack Obama was there, presumably a black man who might be sympathetic to the argument? It's all about Donald Trump. Yeah. They despise this man. It's also, you throw in together the coronavirus pandemic and people are cooped up like this, uh, and uh, it's a perfect storm. This is, again, with the Democratic Playbook 101. Racism, 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 and you're a victim, you're a victim. And you know what's sad is Obama knows better. He knows it's not true. Obama, before he became president, gave a speech in which he said, we are 90% of the way there. At a black church, he said this. And he said, my generation has 10% left to do. Well, hell, Dr. G, there was a poll in 2002, Dr. Uh, Fox News opinion poll, 8% of Americans believe Elvis might still be alive. So not gonna, you're not going to shave too much into that 10%. Maybe you can work on the 2%. We're about as good as you can get. We need to find that audio. Thank you for reminding us. He's Larry Elder. The book is Uncle Tom. You need to watch it tonight. God bless you, Larry. Follow him at Larry Elder on Twitter. But also, he's got a very good Instagram game. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. 
This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Black lives matter. We need to affirm that sentence, but not the movement. Black lives matter taken as a sentence is profoundly true. God made every human being in his image, which means every life on the planet, every human life at every stage matters. Yet that sentence is understood today nearly universally as expressing approval of a movement rooted in critical race theory, which is grounded in destructive Marxist ideology. The Black Lives Matter Global Network adopts and promotes the entire worldview of the sexual revolution and seeks to liberate humanity from the oppressive chains of biological gender. The movement also seeks to put an end to the traditional nuclear family. While we should affirm the sentence, Black Lives Matter, period, without hesitation and with full enthusiasm, we simply cannot use the sentence as it is now because it will be heard nearly universally as a movement, not as a sentence. The movement has an agenda of revolution that is destructive to God's creational order. I'm Albert Moeller. ADF, fighting for those whose religious freedom is being violated. Start at townhallreview.com.